minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Monday morning broadcast with Avramo, Avram Fried, and Rachem. You heard Uri Vanim done by Maichi Menlowitz, Yosef Chaim at Akola Tova, Yanki Lemmer's Hamavdil, Kilakachto from Yassi Green, Zusha had Sio, Nigun Hasulam done by Shlomo Katz, Benny Friedman and Imenani Limili, Havdallah done by the Moshav Band, Mayor Sherman, it's our Monday morning theme song, Masacha Hashem, and of course, Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Monday on this November the 22nd. Happy birthday to Yonina Siegel. 18th day in the month of Kislev, the year 5782. Tough Shin Pei Bays, 50 degrees with cloudy skies and a high temperature of 52. Partly cloudy tonight, low 34. Tomorrow, mostly sunny with a, um, and windy with a high temperature of 44 degrees. 63 right now in Yerushalayim, 50 in New York City. As we say good morning at JM in the AM. Well, a lot of people to thank since we last spoke. People like Mark Zamek and Avrami Finkelstein and Matis Weingast and an amazing staff have been responsible for great programming here at the Nahum Siegel Network, and I thank them. It is wonderful to speak to you live from our New York City studios here on a Monday morning, and I can report... That last night's Ohel dinner, which I've indicated, for some reason, always has this very, very inspiring aspect to it. Always something inspiring. Uh, last night did not disappoint. Last night did not disappoint. Always an inspiring evening. Always incredible to see the work of Ohel. A big thank you to Phyllis and Mel Zachter. Who hosted, who hosted us again, something they've done probably 20 times already in the last 30 years. Um, I mean, they always invite us. The question is, you know, are we there? And last night we were and had the most amazing time. So a big, big thank you to, um, to them and to everybody at OHEL. It was just a, a wonderful, inspiring evening. It was incredible to be together with over 700 people in a ballroom. Thank God there are people that are ready to go out and, uh, and be, you know, responsibly with the crowd, responsibly. Everybody was vaccinated, etc. They didn't let you in without a vaccine. It was just a, it was just a wonderful night. So a big yeshikoch to everybody and uh, was really an honor to be there and to participate uh, in what was a uh, very, again, very inspiring evening. J.M. and the A.M. on a Monday, Rabbi Benjamin Przanski is going to join us. You know that our friends at ArtScroll and ArtScroll.com are uh, are in the midst of an amazing Hanukkah sale. No other way to say it. It is an amazing Hanukkah sale. Uh, always use promo code radio at ArtScroll.com. Again, always use promo code radio at ArtScroll.com. And today, we get to speak to Rabbi Benjamin Przanski. The book is called Reaching Higher. 
The book is called Reaching Higher. And we get to discuss it with him later on this morning here at JM in the AM. Reaching Higher. Yeah, you'll like this one. <laughs> it's a good one. It really is a good one. I have read so many stories in this book already. Uh, I don't want to get into that trap, right, where I'm just recounting every story I've read, but there's no doubt that we'll have a nice, comprehensive conversation coming up here at JM and the AM that I can guarantee you. Um, so that's the story. That's what's happening, and I thank you all for tuning in. I want to wish a happy 45th wedding anniversary, a drop belatedly, a drop belatedly, a 45th wedding anniversary uh, to uh, B and Ralph Rosenbaum down in East Brunswick, New Jersey. What an amazing time we had over the weekend celebrating their anniversary. And I just want to um, give a shout-out and uh, thank the chairman of so many of our great events. But in addition to that, a uh, wonderful couple down in East Brunswick, New Jersey. They may be on their way to shul right now, the way that their uh, morning usually goes. So thank you, uh, B and Ralph Rosenbaum, and a very happy anniversary to you from all of us here at JM in the AM. Yep. A lot of good people out there, and we can uh, certainly include the Rosenbaums. That is an understatement. JM in the AM Monday, uh, what can I say? A lot going on, a lot going on, a little bit of a short week. We're here all week. I plan on being here Thursday and Friday, even though for many people it's a holiday. But I do plan on being here Thursday and Friday. Um, but in terms of the uh, the week that everybody's going to be experiencing this week, it's a relatively short week, uh, but we will pack it in with uh, as much as possible Um here at JM and AM that I can guarantee you. Mordechai Shapiro is next. It's a Monday. Thanks for tuning in to JM and the AM at the Nahum Siegel Network.
Bye. 
in the a.m. There you go. That's uh, one way to wrap up the hour. A good way. Ellie Scharf and Akuma here at JM in the a.m. Before that, ABBA, brand new, Mordechai Shapiro. Lots of people enjoying that selection here at JM in the a.m. And um, and uh, we're ready to move into hour number two on a Monday morning here at JM in the a.m. The um, one of the goals, as I keep saying, one of the uh, what do I how do I put this? One of the uh, objectives that is so important and so key to the uh, the Nahum Siegel Network is our connection to Israel. And um, I was in Israel last Monday for the most incredible and amazing reason, and that was the building dedication of the brand new Nefesh Benefesh headquarters in Jerusalem. And um, I'm back with a message similar to one that I've been mentioning for the last 38 years on this program, uh, but I think it's really vital to mention it now, and that is with all the frustration and pressures in this COVID or post-COVID era, depending on how you look at it, uh, we need to try our best to get trips to Israel onto the calendar. And um, connection between the diaspora and the Holy Land is one of the most vital things we talk about here on a regular basis. Think about it. Doesn't have to be this month. Doesn't have to be this year. It could be in 2022. It could be in 2023. But just think about making sure to have some type of vision of connecting physically with the Holy Land at some point in the near future. It's really, really important. I want to mention that and remind everybody about that. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web and AlchemSegal.com and the AlchemSegal Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. it's on the background. Do our news from Israel coming up. 50 degrees, cloudy, high temperature of 52. Right now, Yerushalayim is at 63. Word 50 in New York, as we say hi on a Monday at JM in the AM. Short week, but plenty going on. Check out the community calendar online. Go to NahumSegal.com slash community dash calendar. Go to NahumSegal.com slash community dash calendar for information about what's happening this week and in general out there in the community. Chanukah begins Sunday night. Chanukah begins Sunday night. As hard as that is to believe, it is rare that Chanukah coincides somehow with Thanksgiving weekend, but this time around, that's exactly what's happening. Hanukkah begins Sunday night. Pretty amazing, huh? Who doesn't love Hanukkah? Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a uh, Monday follows next. We say Boker Tov from Jam Nam. Galitzal, Mirushalayim, Ashash Time. Baul Pantal Shenhav, Im Mashakurachshav. Pigua, Yeriet Mol, Birushalayim. Elikei, Ben Estrim Veshesh, Shenirzach Bapigua. מובא בשעה זו למנוחות בבית העלמין הר המנוחות בירושלים. הרב שלמה סובול, רב הקהילה של אלי במודיעין, ספד לו. היית הקדוש בחייך, היית העולה לארץ הראשון מהמשפחה, נרצחת, נהרגת על קידוש השם. אבא סיפר לי שכשהוא שמע בבוקר שיש יהודי שנרצח בעיר העתיקה, הוא תכנן ללכת ללוויה שלו. הוא לא ידע שזה יהיה הלוויה של הבן שלו. פונח רצח יזם הנדלן אלדד פרי. 
המשטרה תגיש בימים הקרובים כתב אישום נגד דניאל קדר, בן 64 מראשון לציון, באשמה שירה בפרי. עם הפרטים, כתבתנו הדס שטייף. לוחית הזיהוי ועליה סלוטייפ שהסתיר את המספר על האופנוע שנראה במצלמות האבטחה גם בזירת הרצח וגם סביב ביתו של איש הנדלן אלדד פרי. הכדור שטעם לאקדח שהחזיק החשוד ברישיון. העובדה שהוא הפסיד לא רק שני מיליון שקלים סכום הדירות שקנה בפרויקט בלוד, אלא עוד מיליון ושלוש מאות שנדרש להוסיף להשלמת הפרויקט, הם אלו שסייעו לחוקרי היחידה המרכזית במחוז המרכז לפענח את הרצח. ברקע העלייה במקדם ההדבקה ולקראת חיסוני הילדים שיחלו מחר, ועדת החוקה דנה בשעה זו בתקנות הקורונה. ראש שירותי בריאות הציבור, הדוקטור שרון אלרועי פרייס, אמרה במהלך הדיון, המגפה עדיין פה. והיא פוגעת בעיקר בלא מחוסנים. אנחנו לא נמצאים במצב שאין מגפה, יש מגפה בעולם, יש מגפה במדינת ישראל. כרגע, בזכות החיסונים, אנחנו מצליחים להיות במקום שבו התחלואה פוגעת בעיקר בלא מחוסנים. 76% מהאנשים המאומתים הם לא מחוסנים, בין אם מבוגרים ובין אם צעירים, כך שאין ספק שהחיסונים זה הכלי שלנו לצאת מהמגפה הזאת, אבל המגפה הזאת עדיין קיימת. כתבתנו המדינית מוריה אסרף וולברג מוסיפה שמחר צפויה להתכנס ועדת השרים לקורונה לראשונה אחרי מספר שבועות. בעקבות הירי לעבר מנהלת בית ספר בערבה, הסתדרות המורים תשבית מחר את הלימודים בעיר. בתוך כך נמשכת חקירת המשטרה אחר מבצעי הירי. כתבנו קובי מנדל שמע את מפקד תחנת משגב, סגן ניצב תמיר ארד. מדובר באירוע חמור, אירוע שהוא מבחינתנו... מעבר קו אדום מאוד מאוד אה, בולט וחציית קו שאנחנו לא אה, ניתן לאירוע הזה להתגלגל. אנחנו נבוא חשבון עם המבצעים. ומכאן לתחזית מזג האוויר, עלייה קלה בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
We are getting hooked on Hanukkah. You heard Alanisim. Thank you to Tzlovazemer Boys Choir. J.M. in the A.M. on a Monday. Yeah, we're getting set for Hanukkah, which starts this coming Sunday night. Sunday night is Hanukkah. Can't wait. Well, many of us on Sunday morning, yesterday morning, uh, woke up to the news of the murder of Ellie Kay. The Jerusalem Post tells the story of his funeral that takes that's I think still taking place as we speak if not then it concluded very recently Ellie Kay who was shot dead by a Hamas terrorist in the old city of Jerusalem on Sunday was brought to his final resting place at Haram Nuchot in Yerushalayim on Monday afternoon an ardent Zionist dedicated to the Jewish people and the land of Israel and a close and devoted friend is how Kay was remembered by his friends Ellie made Aliyah from South Africa in 2016 by himself, studied at a Chabad yeshiva in Kiryat Gat, and then enlisted in the army. The IDF initially refused to allow him to serve in a combat unit because of certain medical issues, but Ellie was insistent and was eventually allowed to join the paratroopers brigade in the Arrow Company for ultra-Orthodox soldiers. He served for part of his stint along the Gaza border. Following his army service, Ellie went to live on Kibbutz Nirim in the Gaza border region where he worked in agriculture, something he did, said Ariel, a fellow soldier in Ellie's paratrooper company, to further connect himself to the land of Israel. We remember Ellie Kay this morning, the victims, victim of yesterday's terror attack, in a place, by the way, that those of us who've been to Jerusalem have uh, walked through or passed hundreds of times. Those of you not familiar with where it was yesterday, once you become familiar, you'll see like, wow, that's where the attack was. And his life was taken by a Hamas terrorist. Don't listen or fall for the headlines that you see from around the world because the headlines do not reflect the actual truth of this episode of Ellie Kay being a victor of a murderous terror attack in Jerusalem. You may have to adjust some of those headlines to reflect the story properly. Don't feel bad. Go ahead and do so. And we remember Ellie Kay on this Monday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM. It's a shame that episodes like this often is what... uh, connects us more to the Holy Land, but both the good and bad, both the positive and the tragic, have to be utilized to make sure we stay focused on the state of Israel and the land of Israel. Monday morning broadcast, cloudy with a high temperature of 52, 63 in Yerushalayim. We're at 50 here in New York City on a Monday. Short week, but we're here all week. Yeah, we're going to be we're going to be uh, entertaining and informing everybody, even on Thanksgiving Day and even on Thanksgiving weekend Friday. Black Friday, they call it. Uh, so just keep it here all week long. And thanks for joining us here on 
a Monday morning broadcast at JM in the AM. Because we got the fire, fire, fire. Yeah, we got the fire, fire, fire. Is it nothing more than a chemical reaction? It flickers and grows. Nobody knows how much we feel, how quickly it goes. Turn off the dark and vanquish the night. Show the whole world for eight days at twilight. Then and now they fought and we fight. Fight for the right to live by our own light. Let me see the light. Give me something to live by. Let me see the light. I need something to Help me see myself in my reflection Let me shed the light in each direction 
beat it sound Fast enough to go around The world that we live in so much cold and strife Wanted the light to warm another life Through the darkest nights with the brightest light Cause it's time for you to shine A little dedication, a small illumination Just one person to change a whole nation Let me see the light Give me something to use you in the AM, there we go, Shine, and before that, Burn, done by the Maccabees here on a JM in the AM Monday, Hanukkah fast approaching, to say the least, and there is some of the great and amazing uh, selections that we'll be playing during Hanukkah week, that's for sure. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H, Abel's and Hyman offers you a 10% discount with promo code radio at kosherdogs.net. Now, I remind you. With Thanksgiving weekend coming up and Shabbos Hanukkah weekend coming up, you want to have some delicious, incredible treats for everybody in your family, especially if you're inviting over some company for the first time in a long time. A&H products. Check them out in your stores and certainly check out the displays in some of the major kosher supermarkets out there. Pretty amazing, frankly. Try A&H today, kosherdogs.net, with your 10% discount with promo code radio is on the website. Check it out today. More coming up at JM and the AM or by David Goldwasser's words, Zechanishmas Harav Zevin of Alevi, and Zechanishmas Esther Basrabios of Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser. Oh. <laughs> I've been hitting this delay a lot recently, right? Yeah, I apologize for that. I've jumped the gun on the Rabbi Goldwasser introduction. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The Ikra Voda, our main service of Hashem, is to work on our Amuna, to experience the world's events through the eyes of Amuna. After 120 years, the questions will be asked to a person, did you deal faithfully? When an individual makes an investment, he doesn't just leave it, but constantly sees how he can improve on it. If it's real estate, he'll flip it, he'll sell it. Similarly, 
when we're young, we have a certain belief in emuna. But as we get older, we are supposed to constantly strive to broaden and deepen that belief. The Michta Melio states that attaining a level of pure emuna is difficult. Even with regard to Avraham Avinu, he is the one who is deemed to have achieved a high level of emuna. Yet the Pasuk says, and he trusted in Hashem, and Hashem considered it to him as tzedakah, righteousness. How does a person hope to perfect our own level of emuna? In fact, there are multiple degrees of emuna. Understandably, Avraham Avinu's level was at the highest. But you and I, we can strengthen our own personal level of emuna, no matter what the situation or circumstances. One of the candles that a certain woman would light would burn out each week. It was understandable if all went out, or a few, but each week only one candle would extinguish. She felt that it indicated a certain shortcoming in herself. She wanted to rectify it. She made a cheshben and nefesh, a personal accounting, and concluded that she should work on the midah of kas, anger. Often, she didn't remain even-tempered and would become angry even at her own children. Under pressure, even her shalom bias had become affected. She determined that the reason the candle was being extinguished was to let her know she should extinguish the fire of her own anger. The following week, she worked diligently to control her anger with a lot of signs of success. She noted when she lit the candles that one began to flicker and would soon go out. She turned her eyes to Hashem. You are my father. I know you are trying to teach me something with this candle. If it is true that you want me to conquer my anger, please let the candle continue burning. I know full well that I continue to get angry, but I will try to overcome this midah. However, if you will forgive me and burn like the other candles, I know I don't deserve to have an open miracle, but it would be a sign for me that would warm my heart. She instinctively looked at the candle that was going out and went to tend to her children who were waiting. When she came back 15 minutes later, the candle that was almost extinguished was somehow shining brightly. Its flame was full-sized, burning even more brightly than the other candles. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day. Dai, 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 dai,
Monday, that's Shlomo and Ami Cohen together with a song they call Nigun Kalbach here at JM in the AM. Monday morning broadcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. I do remind you that our friends at artscroll.com and Rabbi Gedalia Zlatowicz is going to join us tomorrow because there's a lot to talk about pre-Chanukah. Chanukah begins Sunday night, folks. No joke. And there's a massive Chanukah sale going on right now at artscroll.com. And I do remind you that you get a massive discount plus free shipping on any amount when you use promo code radio. So follow the rule that I have been preaching for a long, long time. And that rule is always use promo code radio when you visit artscroll.com. The brand new book from Artscroll is called Reaching Higher, Stories That Uplift Your Heart and soul. It is an honor to welcome Rabbi Benjamin Przansky to this program to discuss this brand new work, one of many that he has available at Artscroll 
com. Rabbi Przanski, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Malcolm. Great to be here. What a what a what an honor. I appreciate that. You have an unusual introduction to the book, by the way, because uh, not often do we get stories in what's supposed to be the preface or intro to the book. And you went out of your way to include some interesting stories. I was wondering if you'd help me at the beginning of this conversation touch on some of the things that uh, that you mentioned at the very beginning of the book. The first is, why is the book entitled Reach Higher? And, and if, I ha- if I have this correct, and what an observation it is on your part, if I have this correct, there are so many ways these days for people, especially young people, to feel fulfilled, to feel fulfilled physically, to get a high, and I use that in a very, very um, general term, uh, to be chilled, as you write in the book. Uh, but it is amazing that if you do want to reach higher than that, if you want to replace the uh, artificial with the real, uh, then one must try to reach higher with Torah and its values. I thought it's an amazing observation. Tell me what else you could tell me about the title of the book. You got right at it, uh, Nahum. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the truth is that we live in, in challenging times uh, on, on the one hand and, and amazing times on the other. And there's so much out there in our, our spiritual realm. People are, are growing. People are, are climbing to, to new heights. It's, it's amazing to see. Yet we find that there are so many of our, our, our youth um, that are, are losing their way. And, and for me, it's, it's, it's very bothersome. You know, how come they're not getting excited about uh, learning Torah? Oh, davening, doing chesed. Why are we losing anyone? And I've I found that so many, you know, times they, they, they're looking for a high in other places. Right. And you just wish that they would look for that high in our own tradition and heritage because we have a lot to offer. That's right. We have so much to offer and... If they would open their hearts, they listen to your radio show. They'd be inspired, <laughs> you know. They'd climb so much higher that way. And and so when I went about writing this book and the title, even about reaching higher, it was uh, in connection to, to to some of these thoughts about I, I met a I met a kid who who I was learning with one night in a night seder program, and then he tells me, Rabbi, I love to get high, and I was like, Well, what's going? I'm just learning Torah with you. We're supposed to feel the high, the spiritual high, and he's talking about some other type of highs. And that's when I realized that we got to get our youth to feel that high and reach higher in their own spiritual, in their own spiritual lives. Yeah. Many of them are just craving it, and they just need to be, I don't know, either presented with it or told that it's it's fine for them to pursue it. You know, it's just... The whole th- it's so close. It's so close to them, but sometimes it just seems so far away, right? Benjamin Brzezanski is with us. The book is called Reaching Higher. Amazing stories in it. And I always joke, and I don't know if you know this routine of mine, but, but when, I, when I speak to somebody on the air who's had the life of Riley, I speak to somebody on the air who comes from a wealthy family and, you know, and did not have tradition and heritage in their lives, and then they turn to religious Judaism. They turn to what we've been enjoying our entire lives. And I'll jokingly, in quotation marks, say to them, you know, why would you give up all that to do this? You know, like, (laughs) and we don't realize sometimes as we live this amazing existence, we don't realize just how special it is and how incredible it is. And I think that that's a point that 
we need to keep in mind when speaking to the young people out there. What we have is what they want. They may not realize that they want it yet. They may not understand how valuable it will be to them once they discover it. But what we have is really the ultimate high for them. That's right. I think I think they all know it deep down. Sometimes we get a little confused. Yeah. But that's the truth, what they're seeking, but they might not know it at the time. Yeah. Uh, can you explain to me why... It, Explain to me, we made such a big deal about this, and for good reason. When Rabbi Tversky passed away, he insisted that the song that he wrote, be sung, which, of course, I think every you know Jewish kid and adult knows, be sung uh, in his memory. Why, give me your evaluation of why, with all his accomplishments, that was the one thing he wanted to make sure remained as a legacy. Yeah, I, I was amazed when I when I heard about this story, and that's why I included it in the preface of the book, mm-hmm. that he wanted this 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 song to be so, saying at, at a levaya of all, all times. And I think uh, Rabbi Tursky was a man who gave people hope. He always gave people that feeling that you're not lost, you're not out, don't give up. And he wanted people to keep on going with that message. And so when I, I believe, at least, when he passed away, he wanted people to keep on going. Yes, I may have passed on, but life continues and Muna continues. Don't give up. Sing the song of hope. Hashem's never going to let go of us. And so what an amazing scene unfolded at his Leviah yeah. as he sang the song and accompanied him to his, his, his grave. And even in the aftermath, the way people you know made the song go viral, the way places like ours and others you know would play it for weeks afterwards, it was really an incredible uh, memorial for him. And you, and by the way, it's no secret that to the outsider, someone like myself, he seemed like a real academic, seemed like a very serious person. We're talking about an author here, and you know what it's like to be an author. You know, somebody who spent a lot of time, no doubt, on the scholarship of his work, and yet he had this part of him that was so connected because of the song and i'm sure other nigunim so connected to the one above and so connected to our tradition i think it's really important to remember that all of us have you know many components to us and sometimes we don't realize which components are more important than others yeah that's it that's for sure pretty amazing all right now you divide the book into <laughs> into sections reaching higher in the following areas emuna hashkacha pratis chesed simcha Prayer, Avas Yisrael, Bitachon, and thanking Hashem. Do you agree with me, Rabbi Przansky, that there's at least a story or two in this book that could go into all eight categories? <laughs> <laughs> Am I right about that or yes, not? Definitely, definitely. <laughs> Every day, my friends, we are uh, writing our stories. There's so many stories happening, and that's part of life. It, it fits in so many different areas in our lives. We open our eyes. They're happening, the stories, and where do we place them? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny, the other day, and this has happened to me a lot in the last couple of weeks, uh, I'll get the, I'm not, I, I don't tend to be delayed. Radio people in general, you know, know the clock and tend to be on time or early, right? <laughs> That's our nature, I, 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 I uh, certainly uh, uh, believe, um, having done this for so many decades. Uh, and, and there are a couple of times over the last few weeks I've been delayed. And got to appointments up to an hour late, which is again, you know, unlikely. And, I'm, and I look above and I say, why am I supposed to be late? Why am I supposed to, you know, you know, what, what was it that, that created this, you know, lateness that God wanted me to experience something? And I, of course, 
uh, looked at the story in your book about the, and again, it's so hard, as I said to you off the air, now all these stories are, you know, are, are all in my mind. I can't remember exactly what was what. But re- just rem- tell the audience the story, please, of the gentleman, the rabbi, that had to travel to go see somebody after Yom Kippur, and he ended up going to Herzliya instead of Ranana, was it? Was that the, was that what Waze did to him? He yeah, he he went on the wrong he went the wrong way, but he ended up in the right way. Right, and he's also questioning why did God, you know, send me to a completely different city, and and decided decided not to turn back and go to his original destination, but because he was already led halfway up there, he's going to continue and and see what awaits him there. Right, that that's a correct portrayal. That's right. That's right. He gets there, um, and and ends up with being given. Uh, gift cards that as he goes back to the original destination he was supposed to get to, he ends up distributing to people in tremendous need before Yuntif, uh, who would not be able to afford their grocery bills. Um, it, it, you know, and, uh, I, you know, so, so he, of course, understood. That's why I say that Amuna Hashkacha Pratis and so many other categories can go into one story of yours. That's right. Because, you know, all this is so intertwined. But, uh, I, I admire him. I admire him for actually you know, carrying out to see what awaited him up there, said to the person who answered the door, I must see the Bala bus. What do you mean you must see the Bala bus? You were you weren't supposed to be here. What do you mean? How do you how do you say that you have to see the owner of the house? But sure enough, we saw what happened. Yeah, this is really a lesson of the Balshemtov. Yeah. The Balshemtov taught his students and it's it's something that we we, we we take into our own lives that there's no such thing as a mistake. If you ended up somewhere Somehow, Hashem wanted you to be there, and there's some sort of mission that you're, you're supposed to take on. There's some message or lesson, and if you open your eyes, you might see that you're able to accomplish something that you never even realized that you were going to be able to do. You never even thought of it until you actually got there and you realized, hey, this is Hashem's process. What about the story you have, and you know me, being pragmatic, I sometimes have difficulty with decisions that some people make in, de- in difficult situations. But what about the story you have about the person who decided the davening marav with a minion, no matter how late they would be for their plane in the middle of a snowstorm, etc., uh, was a priority? And of course, anybody who knows our family, uh, you know, shul and minion is extremely important. So I'm not minimizing that at all. Uh, but they went ahead and took a risk to Davin and then, you know, try to make the plane. They get to the airport. They find out that somebody was arguing, <laughs> somebody was arguing with the, uh, with the, uh, uh an airline official, uh, for a, a lengthy period of time about what they're allowed to bring on the plane, not bring on the plane. The plane got delayed. Sure enough, they made the plane. They made the wedding, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I am not suggesting that I am recommending that people drive in a terrible snowstorm <laughs> to get to a, Sometimes I wonder about those decisions. But you get my point that when someone would say, oh, and by the way, you know what the kicker is of that story, of course? Yeah. Well, that when the person that when the person says, I've heard your shiurim, right. and then the rabbi says, which shiur were you listening to? And it was a shiur on the importance of davening with a minion. That's right. I mean, come on, Rabbi Przansky. You got to explain that one. Come on, you know that didn't really happen. Come on. This story about uh, Reb Dovi Ben Shushan. Anyone who's heard Reb Dovi Ben Shushan knows he has some wild stories, and uh, he, he's a man who inspires many in the Sephardic community and in the Ashkenaz community. And uh, that particular story 
he realized that, hey, I got to connect to God. I got to connect to Hashem if I want to have success on my trip. That's what it's really about. If, if I want to make, if I want to be successful, I want to make my plane, I want to make my business deal, I want to make a life work, then I got to be connected. And he plugged into Hashem that night by davening and trying to make that minion. Of course, we're not suggesting right. that you do anything crazy to make a minion. <laughs> but when you're connected, you're dealing with a higher power. So you, you, you're able to do things that are sometimes incredible. Unbelievable. But, Whole story is incredible. All right, Benjamin Brzezanski is with us. The book is called Reaching Higher. Why is it so... Look, you devote a chapter to it. Why is it so important to thank God? We know about recognizing Ashkach HaPratis. We also, when I mean, we talk about the, on this show a lot, we talk about Bitachon, Shar Bitachon, you know, saying to the one above that I am in your hands, you are going to guide me properly. I mean, we, that's such an important attitude uh, when 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 um, growing up and an important attitude when raising a Jewish family, of course. We all believe that. But you spend a chapter on just thanking God. How important is that gratitude? In fact, if you want to give us a story about that, feel free. Yeah, sure. Well, thanking Hashem is really what makes a Jew a Jew. The name Yehuda, right? We're Jew, Yehuda. (laughs) Yehuda means to thank Hashem. So that's what every Jew is really about. We wake up in the morning, we thank Hashem. We go to sleep at night, we thank Hashem. We eat throughout the day. We're thanking Hashem. We're constantly thanking Hashem. When you thank Hashem, you recognize that you're recognizing what you're here for. You're here to realize that Hashem is taking care of your life, and He's giving you every moment. And therefore, you're thanking Him and, and, and connecting to Him in a, in a tremendous way. And that's why I think the Thank You Hashem movement uh, took off, because everyone realizes that to, to live life and successfully and to feel fulfilled, you got to thank Hashem. you got to connect to Him in, in that special way. So I'll tell you an interesting story, actually. This uh, big tzaddik, his name is Reb Abish Eisen, and uh, he was he was sitting in his apartment one night and much to Shabbos, you know, we finish Shabbos, you make Havdalah, what do you do after? So many of us will go and take out the mail, get into other things. Reb Abish Eisen, this great tzaddik, would start to sing and dance. Right after Havdalah, this Yerushalmi Yid would get up and start dancing throughout his apartment. Now, when he was passed away about a year ago, his children wondered about this minhag that he had, this tradition of dancing around the house every month of Shabbos. And, they, they, and one of them found out what was the reason that he would do this. And he said like this, years ago he said like this, that when he first got married, he lived in a two-bedroom, a two-room apartment, excuse me. And uh, it was very tight with ten children, you can imagine. When he moved to a three-bedroom apartment, he was so excited to that first month of Shabbos, he danced and thanked Hashem. He's in a big apartment. He danced on every tile in the apartment. And, and, and he just wanted to thank Hashem, not only for every breath, but for every tile in his new apartment. Oh. And the next month of Shabbos, he wanted to do the same thing, so he danced. For 40 years, this man kept on dancing and thanking Hashem for everything good in his life. And, you know, I think it's a beautiful thing. Imagine we incorporate, we read such a story, and now every month of Shabbos, I don't know if we're going to dance around our apartment, but in your heart, thank you, Hashem, for everything you give me in my life, everything in my life, in my, my, my family, in, in my apartment, my house, everything. The people that know they have it all, no matter what they have, 
they are able to uh, make it through life in a much, much better way, that's for sure. Right, Benjamin Przanski is with us. The book is called Reaching Higher. Go to artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. Again, go to artscroll.com. Always use promo code radio. The book is called Reaching Higher. All right, we can't go through every story, but can you explain how a family with eight children who knew they might be homeless within hours never gave up hope and how we should incorporate that type of faith into our own lives? Yeah, that, that particular family um, was forced to move out of their home, and, and you could imagine that's a, a very difficult uh, uprooting for any, any type of family. They tapped into their, their Rebbe, who happened to be Rabbi Yisrael Brog, a fountain of Amuna. They speaking to, the husband was speaking to him, and he said, listen, you got to have faith. Hashem's going to find you the house. You're not going to be homeless. There's no way you're not going to find your place. If you tap into Hashem, and you really have full amuna, and you realize that he's the one who decides what job you get, he's the one who decides what house you get, then you're not going to worry. And as hard as this was for them, because sometimes we talk about amuna, but it's not real. It's not real. It's not ingrained in us. And what we have to do is realize, yes, to pay the bills, you need amuna. You need money in the bank account, but you need amuna to realize that it's really from Hashem. And if Hashem wants to send you the money, they'll send you the money. And if He wants to send you the home, they'll send you the home. And once they tapped into that realization, they were able to soon find the home that needed that they, they needed to find. It's amazing, I'll tell you. We talk about davening for somebody else, and your tefillos are answered first. You have stories in this book where people do chesed for others with the faith that what they need is going to come true just because they've reached out to somebody else. What is What do these stories do to your amuna? We, we know what your stories do for us, and we know that when people, you know, give the musser, if you will, that you just gave us a moment ago about, you know, knowing who's in control and putting full faith in God. Uh, but when you write and collect and, and write these stories, does, do, do you feel your own emuna and belief in Ashkacha Pratis, et cetera, um, being strengthened? Yeah, for sure. I feel a surge. I, I, I feel a tremendous feeling of, of, of chesed from, from above. When I find a story and I realize I'm meeting people who are just amazing. These are not the, these are not the gedolim necessarily. These are regular people who do amazing things. And I say, hey, how come I'm not like that? I gotta go out of my way. You know, I have a story in there about someone who, who, who was facing a surgery. He had, I met a person in Lakewood, a Rebbe, and he told me his child, his, his daughter had to have a surgery in Cincinnati. She needed a raw, and how's he, Right, so he had to get to Cincinnati, excuse me. So he, he goes to Cincinnati, and while he's there, he meets a Hasidah Shiit. He says, what are you doing? He says, listen, my daughter also needs a surgery. But I had no way to get to Cincinnati from Muncie. I went to Newark. There was a snowstorm. I couldn't go, so how am I going to get there? So he put it on a chat. Can anyone give me a ride to Cincinnati? <sighs> and Hasidah fellow answered and said, I'll drive you to Cincinnati. He drove over 600 miles to Cincinnati. And this man wondered, like, how do you do such a thing for me? Is your wife behind you? Does she, does she appreciate what you're doing? Until he saw a text, and he saw that the, the wife wrote him that she's so proud of the mitzvah that he did. Now, when you hear about a mitzvah, someone went 600 miles out of the way, how often do we go one mile out of the way, 10 miles, 100 miles? So when you see such a story, you say, hey, let me open my heart to and tap into this great thing called Chesed and Ahavas Yisrael. Unbelievable.
just incredible. By the way, <laughs> on the subject I brought up before, uh, where, you know, sometimes I'll sit and say to somebody, why would you give up everything in order to pursue, you know, our tradition and heritage? Uh, I'm just going to give a little teaser. I don't know if you remember this or not, but page 164 of your book ha- ha- has the perfect story uh, for what I just described. Because I would ask Felipe, remember Felipe the soccer star? You remember him, right, Ryan Brzezinski? Okay. I would ask Felipe, why would you give up the fame and fortune of being uh, you know, a, a tremendous soccer star in order to uh, become a member of the Jewish faith? And sure enough, he went ahead and did so and, and was the recipient of great chesed as you write in the book. But I, again, I'm giving out too much information. I need people to buy the book, read the stories, and to enjoy them and be inspired by them, frankly. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, can't recommend it enough. It is Reaching Higher, stories that uplift your heart and soul, right? Benjamin Przanski, who's responsible for God knows how many books at artscroll.com. Um, if you look at the back of this uh, book cover, you could get an idea, um, is now is now um, is the author of the um of the book reaching higher we're strongly recommending it uh, always use promo code radio when ordering this or any other book at artscroll.com and enjoy uh, a book that will enhance your emuna your faith your attitude toward hashgacha pratis your attitude toward chesed avis israel being there for somebody else even your attitude toward simcha uh every one of these uh, categories will be enhanced uh, by the stories in this book right Przanski, anything else you'd like to add before we wish you a happy hanukkah yeah, we have to keep reaching higher in our own lives. Let's look every day, my friend, for yeah. an opportunity to reach just a little bit higher. It's not how much you reach. Just go a little above what you used to. You'll see your life is enhanced. Your life will change. You read the book, Be'ez Hashem, give you the blessing that in your life, Hashem should always be there for you, helping you climb the ladder of life and never stop reaching higher, my friends. Thank and- you for and, having me. and yeah, 100%. It's wonderful to have you. And I, and I just want to add to that and, and transmit this message to our children and grandchildren because sometimes all they really want to know is that there is a ladder that they could start climbing and get a little bit higher on, uh, on appropriate things. So we that's should, right. We that's right. Make sure they read, that. make sure they read the book too. A hundred percent. I'm endorsing it as you know. <laughs> uh, I take this opportunity to wish you a Mazdav on the book and wish you a happy Hanukkah and thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you, Malcolm. Have a happy Hanukkah. Rabbi Benjamin Przanski, everybody. Reaching higher. You're going to love this one. Story after story. Lots of great material. And this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Round the world of web at NachumSigal.com and the NachumSigal Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app. On a message. Está aquí.
a time, so let's find them from the unfine. A little bit of fun is fine, our soul they must align. Together this one time, let's find the unfine. Is a hit song. Not every swing is a home run. Here's what you gotta know before we get started. You win some, you lose some. There's pretty, there's gruesome, there's lows and there's highs, hellos and goodbyes. Win some, you lose some. There's pretty, there's gruesome, there's ups and there's downs. But don't turn around. If you hear me singing this song, you know that I'm trying. All I've got's this promise to keep fighting. I don't have a pretty picture trophy smiling. If you hear me singing this song, you know that I'm trying. Lo yolecho am lo cholik moy, lo yato ben choirin libatay limelo. Lo yolecho am lo cholik moy, the highest highest to try. You win some, you lose some. There's pretty. There's gruesome, there's lows and there's highs And lows and goodbyes You win some, you lose some There's pretty, there's gruesome There's ups and there's downs But don't turn around If I hear you singing this song I know that you're trying All you've got's that promise to keep fighting You don't need a pretty Don't be- 
don't need your home run. The only way to win is to have fun. With humble eyes, look to the sky. The highest, highest to try. JM in the AM, eighth day, who were here, of course, last week at JM in the AM, you'll recall, with a um, an amazing live music alert um, a Thursday. There they are with Loa Lacha and Una Messer here at JM in the AM. Eight o'clock hour on a Monday. Don't forget our friends at GaiaCoffee.com. Those of you who want an amazing and incredible cup of coffee, fresh brewed each and every morning, you know what you do. You prepare a cup or a glass or a mug of hot boiling water, toss in a Gaia coffee brew bag, and you're all set. You have a delicious brewed cup of coffee. Simple as that. Go to GaiaCoffee.com, G-A-I-A, coffee.com. 15% discount when you use promo code radio. Again, Gaia Coffee, G-A-I-A, coffee.com. 15% off when you use promo code radio. Simple as that. Reminder from all of us here at JM in the AM. More coming up. Yakov Shweki at JM in the AM. Olam va'el 
with Yaakov Shweki here on a, a Monday morning broadcast. Heading back to school, back to work. Short week for a lot of people out there. Uh, feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, uh, Home School Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Giddy says, good afternoon from Eretz Israel. Thank you for that. We're trying to maintain a strong connection between Israel and the diaspora, and it's great to hear from people in Israel. Jonas says, good morning. Thank you for such great music. J.A. Moro, one of my favorite songs, and especially for Hanukkah, is Shine a Little Light. Hope you'll play it over Hanukkah. And the dreary weather here in line, a Monday morning, is certainly reflecting the sadness of Eretz Israel. No question about that. Terrible day yesterday. And difficult day today is uh, 
the funeral was taking place at Har Menuchot. Uh, listener Daniel, good morning and welcome to the short school week from AJA Carpool number 204. Mensch says, Shalom from Oak Park, California. Shkaya getting us in the spirit of mood of Hanukkah, especially after a very sad day in news from Israel. And um, I want to thank everybody who's been commenting. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nachum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Big day here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Don't forget that it's a Monday, and that means that JM and the AM will be followed by what we call Meir Milim, a segment done in memory of Mayor Weingarten by our wonderful friend, Roy Benji Kramer. And today, today, uh, as both Roy Kramer and Avrami reminded me, Rabbi Kramer is going to be addressing a topic in the world of the Hebrew language that Mayer himself recently addressed on the air recently. It's a half a year since his passing, but you get my point. So what we're going to do is at 9 o'clock, we're going to play Mayer Me Lim as prepared by Rabbi Kramer, and then we are going to play the segment that Mayer himself had done uh, for us on the, the very same topic, and that'll happen uh, just after Rabbi Kramer. So it's all coming up, and expanded, I guess you could say, an expanded Meir Milim segment with Rabbi Benji Kramer and Lahav Ben Chaim Lachaim, the great late Mayor Weingarten, at 9 o'clock this morning right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. More coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM. The
Hashem b'simcha Ba'yul ifonov b'irnana Ivdu Hashem b'simcha Ba'yul ifonov b'irnana
Monday morning. There we go. Monday morning, JM in the AM. As Avram Freed, before that, you heard the uh, Zevi Kaufman brand new selection entitled Ivdu here at JM in the AM. Well, Evan Harris is with us live via telephone. Evan Harris is founder of something called MoDate, M-O-D-A-T-E. In fact, you can go to the website, modate.org, and you'll learn that it was founded in February of this year by Evan Harris, who recognized that there was a hole in the modern Orthodox dating system. Evan, at the age of 24, with the help of a few friends, created the MoDate platform as a free and private solution for the current modern Orthodox dating struggle. Evan Harris, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nathan. Quite the quite the intro. <laughs> I appreciate that. So, I mean, it looks to me like it is a uh, another, thank God, quality dating platform. What makes MoDate different? Sure, yeah. So, like you said, in February 2021 of this year, I was thinking about all the different dating platforms that were available for specifically modern Orthodox people. I personally grew up in the five towns, went to Hafter, and I entered the dating scene uh, last year. So I was looking at all the different platforms that were available. And during COVID, you know, it was very hard to meet people naturally. Mm-hmm. So the thing that felt the most natural to me was getting set up by friends. Unfortunately, there was no real system to scale up the process of getting set up by friends. So that's really what Modate does. You sign up through your friend, and your friend is really your connector, your guardian throughout the process, and nobody knows you're on Modate unless you match with them. So we keep it private, and we keep it easy for the people who are signing up. So any dating platform uh, would have some type of connector, right, would have some type of person or committee of people uh, that would be designated to connect people. You are keeping this exclusive to those who enter MoDate through some type of friend or serious acquaintance. Yep, exactly. We feel that, you know, there are a lot of dating apps out there where people can sign up for themselves, and and that's great. But there's this is the only system that I've seen where someone can only sign up through a friend. And, you know, for me personally, I believe that your friends are really the people that know you the best. Right. And that way, we we keep it in-house. So, I mean, what happens? Do friends then, you know, are they required to go on the site and see if they know people or or specifically find someone who would be good for their friend? I mean, how does it work practically? Got it. So the exact practical application is that friends send their single friends the Modate form, which they then fill out using an alias. We have a whole alias system so that, once people have filled out the form, it's impossible to know who filled out the form unless someone actually matches with them. Mm. So once a week, we have an algorithm. I have a tech guy, and his, his name is Menachem Losev, a good friend of mine. He used to be my roommate. And he runs the Modate algorithm, which takes into account religious compatibility and personality compatibility. And then once a week, connectors will get emails with matches. All these matches, though, have tons of aliases on them, so you, mm. you have no idea what's flying. But it says the matches connector, so then it's then the your connector's responsibility to reach out to the other connector. And at that point, 
you know, you're revealing the identities of the people and deciding whether or not to set it up. All right. So what you've done here, and I think why it's revolutionary, if I get this straight now, MoData is revolutionary because you're essentially arranging a setup with two people who know each of the people really, really well. And that is something that I would I would argue might be missing from other sites. Exactly. I think that a, a big problem with getting set up by friends naturally is that a lot of times you know your friends' friends. Right. And a lot of times friends aren't always thinking of friends, which which totally makes sense. I mean, you know, you have tons of things going on, but for, for the Modate world, you know, we're kind of forcing people to think about their friends and also creating an extra degree of separation where you might know your friends' friends, but you probably don't know your friends' friends' friends. Is there a, a geographic boundary? Are you keeping this uh, uh, exclusively for New Yorkers or New York, New Jersey, or is this worldwide at this point? So we really only started sending out the form in April of 2021, and we only created an Instagram about a month and a half ago, but about also the same time we created the Instagram, we also opened up to Israel. So right now we're mainly in New York and New Jersey, but we also have people in Israel signed up. And we should mention, by the way, the Instagram handle. How would people find you guys on Instagram? And you can find us on Instagram at modate613. All right. Pretty easy. modate613, M O. D-A-T-E-613. Evan Harris is with us. He is the founder of MoDate. All right, now the big question, of course. I know it's been a relatively short period of time that you guys have been in existence, but it does sound from the statistics that you've cited and the activities you've spoken about, it does sound like you guys are pretty active. Um, how would we judge success? Have there been some matches in 2021? Has there been progress in this area for some of your clients in 2021? Yeah, for sure. So everyone always asks me, you know, is MoDate successful? And I always ask them, how do you define success? Uh, uh, it's, it's very difficult to define success because obviously, you know, we only started sending out the form in April. And even though we've grown to over 775, what I call MoDaters, you know, there haven't obviously been any marriages yet, but there have been plenty of dates that we actually started a new program where we're giving out MoDate dating vouchers a few a month for someone's first date, if they set up through MoDate, we sponsored $25. And so far, the longest relationship I'm aware of from MoDate was a month and a half. Unfortunately, it ended. But I've been hearing of plenty of dates, and, you know, we just we just pump the volume. Yeah. And the more people that sign up for MoDate, the more likely it is that there will be a match. You know what the bottom line is? The bottom line is everyone, every time someone goes on a date, they're one date closer to finding that person. Very true. Evan Harris is with us, MoDate. Uh, by the way, I read that you're doing, aside from what you just said regarding the voucher, aren't you doing some contests and other incentives to get people to sign up as well? For sure, yeah. So we've also been doing Connector of the Month Awards, where every month, you know, I kind of create the rules of the system and tell all the connectors that this month, for example, in November, we're giving out either Knicks or Nets tickets to the Connector of the Month. And we also have plenty of giveaways on our Instagram. We're just trying to, you know, make MoDate known, make sure people are hearing about it and get as many people on as possible. All right. That's the way to do it. And you're spreading the word. And it's one of the reasons you're on this morning to spread the word. Everybody out there, if you are somebody who would benefit from the MoDate system or you know somebody who would benefit from the MoDate system, you could read all about it and see what their goals are by going to the site. 
Uh, they're at modate.com, M-O-D-A-T-E dot org, rather. I'm sorry, M-O-D-A-T-E dot org, modate dot org. They call themselves a mutual friend you wish you had. And there you'll see the whole story, the background, and how somebody can, uh, uh, can join. You're also, you are accepting donations. You want people to, uh, to support this platform so you can get more and more people involved and, and, and keep this going as long as possible, right? Yes, so we were looking into becoming a 501c3. That's that's still an idea we have, but for now, yeah, we're accepting donations. We, I personally have been giving a good portion of my Maser money to Modate, which is interesting. But it's uh, we've we've been giving out dating vouchers. We've been giving out Connector of the Month awards, and the more we can give and incentivize people, the more likely it'll be that people will sign up and become connectors and really put in the time to help their friends. Very nice. Well, looks like you're doing a good job so far. Everybody out there, it's modate.org. Check it out. It might be perfect for uh, somebody, either yourself or somebody in your life. And also uh, on Instagram, again, it's modate613, right? Modate613. People will get updates regarding your contest, regarding the uh, uh, recent developments, and be able to follow everything that's happening day-to-day uh, by checking out that Instagram account. Uh, Evan Harris, anything else you'd like to add about MoDate? No, I just want to thank you for having me on, and sure. hopefully, you know, people will check out MoDate.org, check out the Instagram. We've been spotlighting a lot of our amazing connectors, and we just have opportunities for prizes and just get involved and pump the volume. 100%. You're making the process effective and fun, and those are two very important things as people are trying to find uh, the right person uh, for their future. Thanks so much for joining us this morning, and very, very, uh, a lot of wishes for good luck for you with this uh, platform. Yes, thanks so much for having me. Modate.org, M-O-D-A-T-E.org. Check it out on Instagram, Modate613. It's Monday, it's JM in the AM.
Shlimey Dax and his orchestra it was great seeing Shlimey last night at the Ohel dinner. What a dinner it was, by the way. I mentioned earlier, very, very inspiring and not shocking at all that it was inspiring because that Ohel dinner every single year is tremendously inspiring and it was just a uh, a wonderful evening. A special thank you to Phyllis and Mel Zachter, who for God knows how many years have now served as our hosts uh, at the dinner. Always a pleasure to see them, to celebrate with them. Baruch Hashem, it was really a special night. And for 700-plus people to gather during a time like this uh, is quite a uh, testament, quite a statement on behalf of Ohel, and that was really nice. And they are doing a remarkable job in so many different areas, so wonderful to recognize them, uh, that's for sure. I want to thank our friends at ShopEichlers.com. I actually saw Yossi Goldstein yesterday, and he was very helpful at the uh, Eichlers um, um, home base on 13th Avenue in Borough Park, Brooklyn. I want to thank him very, very much. Take advantage of their website pre-Chanukah. Go to shopiclers.com and enjoy. Also, this portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Our friends at A&H remind you that uh, Thanksgiving weekend is coming up and Shabbos Chanukah weekend is coming up. You want to make sure you have everything you need, especially all those treats that you want to serve your family and friends on these two really nice occasions. So, go to the A&H website, kosherdogs.net. Go to the website, kosherdogs.net. Check out all the delicious items they have. Use promo code RADIO for your 10% discount. And check them out today. Kosherdogs.net is where A&H uh, 
houses their entire inventory online. You'll see that, and no doubt you will enjoy it. I want to thank Gary Przanski, joined us earlier. Reaching Higher is the name of the book. Go to artscroll.com. And tomorrow, Rabbi Gedalia's lotto, it's in advance. I shouldn't say in advance because it's already started. Uh, but in the initial days of the Art Scroll Hanukkah sale, he'll join us tomorrow and go through a whole bunch of titles. We'll do that at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning, Eastern Times. So make sure to be tuned in. Rabbi Gedalia's lotto, it's scheduled for 8 o'clock tomorrow morning right here at JM. The name should be a very interesting conversation it's obvious that art scroll has spent the last few months preparing for an amazing end to 2021 because they've got so many new releases and so many things that are being worked on and uh, we'll get a complete update tomorrow with regadalia's lotto it's right here at jm in the am so plenty happening it may be a short week but we uh, we still have a whole bunch of stuff to get to and lots of things to discuss and uh, we are here Thursday and Friday, even though it's a holiday weekend. I am planning on being here, uh, which is great. And I hope you'll be uh, planning on being out there, no matter where you might be traveling to or not traveling to for Thanksgiving weekend. Remember, Hanukkah begins Sunday night. Hanukkah begins Sunday night, so you'll be out and about toward the end of this week getting ready uh, with all the last-minute Hanukkah preparations. So just make sure to have NSN, the Nahum Sigal Network, on no matter where you are, no matter where you're traveling. You'll be glad you did because uh, we have a... We have an amazing way of keeping people company, and we do it really, really well. So please take advantage. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners, sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and AchimSegal.com, and the AchimSegal Network, and of course, the beloved NSN app. Wraps up a Monday at JM in the AM. Mayor Me Lim, first Rai Benji Kramer, and then Mayor Weingarten of Blessed Memory on similar topics coming up now at the top of the hour here at the Nahum Siegel Network. And then great music all day long. Make sure to be tuned in and to make sure to stay tuned in all through the day. Tomorrow morning we're back. We'll start at 6 a.m. and I certainly hope you'll join us. Have a fabulous Monday. Till tomorrow, Nahum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.